1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Prescott under center. This time he's going to bring a wide receiver motion. The ball's out on the snap. And I think the Titans have got this one back. Just a dropped snap. How about that?
3: And at midfield, the Cowboys have turned it back over.
2: It's not fist pump time, but
3: yeah, you know, you
2: can fist pump.
3: It's yeah, a fr- they won, man. Friday. One by eight, 14, baby.
2: Eight o'clock. It's Sean and Bobby. Happy New Year to everyone. You want to know why you need to listen to Brian Broaddus on the Gbag Nation and whatever your podcast is called. Love uh, of the Star. Love of the Star. Jerk. He, he just called me with a three-minute explanation on that center exchange, and it was, like, it was like poetry. I won't be able to get – the butt cheeks of Tyler Biotish out of my mind throughout the entire weekend after Broadus was talking about pulling left and responsibility and if the ball goes down, whose fault it is. I mean, he just gave me a freaking education in the commercial break, calling on his way to study film on that play. That was my biggest question mark of the entire game uh, because people want to attribute that turnover to Dak. That's not a Daniel dan- Dak had one turnover last night. I don't even care if the fumble was his fault. In terms of blame, worry, concern, Dak Prescott had one turnover. So for all these shows, and I think uh, one of our tolos said Ryan Clark is actually trying to add some context to the turnovers. I know David Hellman will do it on FS1 today. All these other, uh, all these other minions will just go ahead and say three more turnovers like Al Michaels and Herb Street did last night. I'm like, correct it, correct it. Say it's really one interception. That's it. But, no, it's the sexier storyline to say three. He had one turnover last night, even if the fumble was his fault, but brought us with a tremendous breakdown. Uh, and did you check in with anyone?
3: I have. Let me see something. Let me see if I've I've got it yet.
2: You're trying to get permission to disclose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: just want to I just want to check. We'll, we'll circle back. And the reason I keep saying
2: one, even if it was Dak, by the way, as Broadus also pointed out, there's a reason these coaches keep talking about The foreign territory of going under center with all these guys in shotgun because just something like that, the Josh Allen snap at the end of the Vikings game on their own goal line, it's like a lost art of -hmm. going ahead and taking that snap under center. Um, But, but brought us, brought us was kind of explaining both sides of it. It was just a tremendous technical breakdown. Uh, But I don't even, I don't even care. It's fluky. It was absolutely fluky. The Schultz pick was on Dak. The Hendershot play was on him. So, there you go. All right, 877-881-1053. I find it interesting that Broadus is up driving to study film, and I texted Walchuck at 6 a.m., and I got no response. I wanted to get Zach on to talk about the fireworks in the postgame show, but no response from Willie Bully.
3: He must. Uh, he must have had a late night. Uh, you know, hitting the town. Oh, you think uh, he went out afterwards? Yeah, I think. I think he went out. He was, uh, you know, using that new soda body to, to pick up some <laughs> ladies, probably. Um, and so, yeah, no. In he's Arlington
2: a, we'll bar. Well, well, no, he would have been here.
3: He's younger though, so he's gonna. He like, I mean, you know, he's gonna stay up a little later than Brian would. Brian probably went home, went straight to bed. Who knows? Wahluch may have like, you know.
2: But still, when did the post game end? 1 a.m. Um, yeah, 1. 1 a.m. brought us probably six hours sleep, and he's driving to go study film, study tape right now. All right, so we got embarrassed. Uh, NFL Films and Amazon Prime came in to film us earlier in the week to get footage to use in their intro or some of their TV packages. Uh, we, were, we were left uh, hanging out to dry, except for one audio clip where they didn't even show Bobby Belt's face
3: big road game for Dallas. They need to win out if they want a chance to win the division.
2: Big, big, big road game for Dallas. Big, big road. They showed the Nashville guy. They showed his face. And I was like, here it is. Here comes our moment. But no, it did not happen. And instead, we may have gotten bumped for Deion Sanders as they're unveiling a new prime program. On Amazon. Yeah, the Coach Prime, uh, like, docu-series. Yeah. But the other thing I didn't understand is when you were texting me, because I said, all right, they're not going to... I'm out after 20 minutes. And I went back and, and was chilling with Little Man, put his cartoons on. And then you're texting me saying, what's this Hanson thing? And I was like, they they bumped us for, like, Hanson, the, um, the, the band, the Oombop. Oombop <laughs> Hanson? That's Hanson with an
3: O, though. I said Hanson with an E. That's how you should have known that I wasn't talking about Oombop. And
2: instead... Bobby
3: Belt showed
2: me one of the dumbest, and I like this guy, unlike a lot of other people in town, unlike Bobby and Gavin Dawson. Mm -hmm. They aired some profile piece on Dale Hanson for three minutes on Amazon
3: Prime? And it was really weird. It was like this this playful feature of, like, what's Dale been doing since he retired? And it's, you know, oh, Dale's so... Frustrated about his Cowboys and their bad luck, and not only
2: did it not make sense from like a, 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 a focus standpoint, like the rest of the country, you know. I guess maybe some Ellen viewers know who Dale Hansen is. Dale's been retired now for what feels like you know two years, definitely it over a year. That. So like nobody is gonna know. Now he's a local legend, and I love Dale as a guest. I love BSing with Dale. I would love to sit down. Uh, and take Mickey's spot at those dinners where the red wine never ends. Never ends. Uh, so I find Dale tremendously entertaining. I get that he pisses off a lot of people. He gets all political, all liberal. Um, but airing a feature on him for the entire country is stupid. That makes no sense. And then the what they did in the piece with this toaster oven and, and, and all of that stuff was doubly dumb. So screw you, Amazon, <laughs> and screw you, NFL Films, for screwing us.
3: Yeah, it was like this uh, it it was like this magical toaster that he gets up and (laughs) uses every morning and then oh, the toaster like could change like Des caught it and they spiked the ball with one second left against San Francisco, but oh, then and it's like this toaster that Dale's carried with him since he was a baby and they show a picture of like (laughs) fake baby Dale holding a toaster and like Dale doesn't even speak in the whole time of the whole thing. Yeah, the narrator does all that and then whenever he's Whatever Dale is supposed to speak, it's the narrator going, and Dale said, what is the Cowboys doing? This? And, like, Dale would mouth it. and It, was, it just, was weird. It was, like, three minutes long. It was weird. I, I, and like I'm i jo- joking about that.
2: I'm having fun with the Amazon Prime stuff. I'm not being bitter towards the Dale piece. That was really, really weird.
3: It was just objectively weird. And, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just – I'm not used to seeing – Dale Hansen on my screen without being morally lectured and seeing his little uh, oh, cursive signature at the bottom. <laughs> Mike Leslie's um, gonna come
2: for you out of out of Dale's guest house. He's gonna come for you. Yeah. He go put on his sweater vest and he's gonna come. He's gonna come for you. He's
3: yeah. He's, I'm I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna. He'll probably come for me in a, a sports segment lecture. Uh, God knows, like the sports <laughs> segment only gets two minutes. We should probably make 90 seconds of it lecturing the viewer. You didn't
2: grow up on Dale? You didn't grow up loving Dale? No,
3: no, 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 no. I grew up on NBC 5.
2: No, you didn't. I You're 100% lying. did. Just because they're our TV partner, you don't have to lie. Uh,
3: I will tell you right now because I, like, clearly not Googling. Uh, Scott Murray, John Radigan, Brian Jensen, Newey Scruggs. I absolutely watched NBC 5.
2: Woo! Newey was the uh, the radio idol.
3: Yeah, Nui, I listened to, that was, I mean, I'd always kind of wanted to do radio because of my dad, but um, Nui is what made me, like, want to do sports talk radio, listening to his show when I was younger.
2: All right, uh, what else can we pick apart from last night's broadcast? You want Al Michaels outing? This was 24 hours ago, so we may as well do this with Al, and then. That is so incredibly stupid on
3: so many levels.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then. The referee thing that that took place. Last yeah, night.
3: yeah, yeah. Well, and first off, what what's your general opinion of the prime broadcast, like the job that they do? And are you do you do you like it? You
2: know, I am bored by Kirk Herb I think Kirk, and, and I love Herb and Fowler in college. Kirk's, Kirk doesn't seem comfortable. I think Kirk is like he's just he's a, he's afraid to be opinionated. That's why I like Aikman. Whether right or wrong, Troy's not scared. You know, uh, Romo wants to compliment everyone. Uh, Aikman will go the hardest of all the major announcers. Herb Street—it's just too generic for me. I think the presentation is fantastic. It's outstanding. It's the old NBA. I, mean, I don't want to get too broadcast nerdy, but it's Fred Godelli who did Football Night in America. Wow. Football Night in America—he's Al's like right-hand man. Um, so the presentation, uh, good. I wrote down in the pregame and commentary that Tony Gonzalez is a big believer in a deep Cowboys run. Richard Sherman is not. He's like, they're just full of disappointment, and they got to show me before I change my mind. So, Gonzalez in, Richard Sherman out, and then Richard Sherman, like, even made a Dak-Derek Carr comparison at halftime where he's like, oh, Dak is turning it over to this degree. That just got Derek Carr benched and let that just float and hang out there.
3: He knows better. Sherman should know better should know better what like, like what those turnovers are like we're sitting here talking about like he should have a better understanding like he, he does know better
2: and then someone tweeted me and said is there anything worse than Richard Sherman rambling for five I actually like that Sherman ain't scared He'll, he's bold so I like Richard Sherman uh, giving commentary and I, I said the only thing scarier is him knocking on your door. Sean. The only thing scarier is if Richard Sherman's on that DFW security. That's that's terrifying.
3: Sean, back, grief. Back to you. Good grief, Sean. Uh, no, he, like there is a little bit of uh, playing the heel for Sherman with yeah. the Cowboys. It feels like, which is interesting because Dan he's Quinn's a, guy. He's a human heel. Yeah, Dan Quinn's his guy, and and he's he likes Trayvon Diggs, but like Richard Sherman's breakdown of Kyle Shanahan,
2: that's like that's like football.
3: It's that's so that's, good.
2: That's like football cocaine. That's football crack. But his breakdown. He it, didn't do it on Amazon.
3: Though. No, no, no. But it, he is so great. But overall, it just kind of whatever on the presentation. But last night, we obviously talked to Andrew Whitworth yesterday, who I do think is a great part of that pregame show, along with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, but they were talking about the move that Tyron Smith has made to right tackle and how difficult that is. Something that we discussed with Andrew Whitworth. And I think Al Michaels accidentally uh, shared Andrew Whitworth's business in the portion of that discussion.
1: You know, I was talking to Andrew Whitworth, part of our crew, last night, who's been a great left tackle, retired. Of course, there are teams that are calling Andrew right now, the Bengals, <laughs> probably. And we were talking about, he said, if I could play left tackle, I would sort of think about it. Really? But, but, but he said that, man, I don't want to put him on the spot here, but he said right tackle, I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't move the right yeah. tackle.
3: I think think Herbie knew he was oversharing. That's it. Really? Really? He said
1: that. (laughs) Like, I'm like,
3: come on, Al. Like, uh, let let because I was sitting at that dinner, too. And I'm letting you know this is oversharing. Yeah. Uh, He definitely spilled too much. Yeah. We're saying like teams are calling him right now. The Bengals probably like the probably added to that was a little questionable, but. In general, you saw how much he he kind of slowly dancing. Like obviously, the Rams would have to let me go first before they could even talk to me. Yeah. And Al Michaels just like, yeah, he told me like teams are calling him left and right, <laughs> and it's and he would absolutely return if not for that. Because of Florio,
2: Whitworth didn't want to get anyone in trouble for tampering, so he's been dancing lightly. And Al's like, smash all the here eggs. I
3: come. Yeah, he here it is. He did. He was like the Kool Aid man, just bursting through the door. Like here it is. Uh, but the other interesting part there was. After the roughing the passer call uh, on Tennessee that helped pick up a first down for the Cowboys.
2: Which, by the way, I agreed. I I hated this ref last night, too. I wanted to punch this guy in the face, Terry McCauley. uh, The rules analyst? Yeah, he had all all the rules going against the Cowboys. Uh, I can't remember the long pass plays. He locked up his right arm, and I was like, maybe at the very, very end. I thought it was good coverage. Uh, Micah did a tremendous job Josh Dobbs, but not driving him into the ground, which would have been a penalty. And then when the Titans did that to Dak, that was a penalty.
3: It was, and Kirk Herbstreet was trying to explain it as best he could. I think all
2: three were refereed perfectly.
3: Terry McCauley is supposed to talk maybe a minute total in each game, and uh, it was his shining moment, and he wasn't quite ready when Kirk Herbstreet went to him.
1: Meanwhile, that's Monty Rice with roughing the
3: passer here. When you finish these sacks, this is what they look for. Terry Coaches
0: is up on this. It's not that. It's how he drives him into the ground that they're trying to take away. Right, Terry? Absolutely, (laughs) Kirk.
2: Absolutely, (laughs) Kirk. Like what was he? Was he eating? And that's it. Absolutely was, And then Herbstreet said, like, I think this is the first time we put you on in two weeks, so maybe he was he wasn't ready.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he had weighed in earlier in the game though, and he like was clearly trying to get him ready by going, This is what Terry coaches us on all the time. Explains it, goes, Right, Terry. And then a three second layout, and then uh, absolutely Gert. Like like what the what was he doing? Was he doing like Mike Pereira, the the whole little like uh, blowing kisses off screen? I cannot believe that we got bumped for Dale Hansen's
2: toaster. <laughs> I just can't. I can't get that out of my mind. I cannot believe it. I can't believe it. Dion, I get. Dale, a has been, a has been that the country doesn't know for his toaster.
3: <laughs> the brave little toaster oven, Dale all Hansen. For the,
2: all for the four seconds. That's it. That's all we got last night for our big TV
3: debut. Big road game for Dallas. They need to win out if they want a chance to win the division.
2: <laughs> Texas Tech denies what Lane Kiffin was saying. Apparently, Cliff Kingsbury was denied of J.J. Watt's retirement. And finally, someone stands up for Russell Wilson, plus the passing of the all-time legend, Pele. That's all coming up. Then back to the boys. 8 o'clock hour, Sean and Bobby continuing on The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.